At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we check your delivery order for freshness at every step from farm to store and pick and pack every veggie in your free pickup order with care because we treat your food the way we'd want ours to be treated. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black Dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son and now he's serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Yeah, you already know what it is. What's good? What's good? Another episode of Urban X. Am I too loud? Don't worry about it. I got you, homie. I got you. I got you. This is what I do, baby. This is what we do. We are in the building. We thank you for being here with us. We are are here. We are here. You are there. And that's what it is. How we sounding in the chat? How we sounding in the chat? Let me know if we too loud in the chat or whatever the case may be. Because we're going to get this right for the people. All right, we sounded, we looking real good here on yeah. my sound wave here. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> What's going on? So, uh, this has been a, an eventful week. A lot of ish it's, going yeah, on this a week. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of ish going on this week. But before we get in, right into, you know, what's going on into the drama, uh, the last couple of weeks you started off with a little inspirational... Yeah, sort of like a... Low inspirational word. Urban excellence. Yeah, right. Code, you know, because right. we had Urban X, we're trying to instill urban excellence. Right, right. So, yeah. So, for, so this week I have something, right? So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, hold the presses. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, um, Monday, uh, I, was, I was... I just had like a really bad Monday. It, it wasn't even a really bad Monday. It was just kind of like the day... Happened and I had like zero impact on what happened that Monday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Went past me. Yes, yes. And uh, I couldn't tell you what it was, right? Right. So, and but I made the conscious decision to just you know flip the switch on a Tuesday. Okay, okay. And I feel like that's important. A lot of people should do that because usually when we're not in the mood, we kind of like, we try to like wait it out or we try to start fresh for the next Monday instead. Right. Sometimes you got to like refocus in the middle of the week. Gotcha. Because if you don't. And how did you do that? I, I'm not sure. I, you know, I woke up early, woke up at like 4.30. 
uh, meditated, read. You know okay, well, those those are good attributes. You know those saying? are good things to get started. Went to the gym early in the morning. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and then I just kind of like consciously tried to turn it around. You know what I'm saying? And it, and, it, and it worked. I feel way better. So the operative word is flip the script? Flip the script, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you have to, sometimes you have to do it in the middle of the week. Sometimes there's no perfect time to do it. You know, that's why people, they went to uh, New Year's to start going back to the gym. Or right, they try right. to uh, read this book at the top of the month. Like, you know what? May 1st is when I'm going to do this. Right. And believe it or not, symbolically, May 1st never comes. Mm. Right? Right. And then next, you know, something else right. distracts you, and yeah, 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 I get that. So that that's that, that's my um, you know, urban excellence little tidbit, inspirational right. words of the week is flip the script. You know what I'm saying, right? Reset your buttons. So Malcolm is trying to be intelligent. Let's cut that. That's a little bit. Trying to be deep. That's a little bit. Trying to be deep. I like it. I like it. So. Uh, first, breaking news, your boy, Bill, um, Bill Cosby got found guilty today. Oh, okay. I thought it was rather quick. This is after 12 days of, uh, testimonies. Uh, 12 days, it's, it's, uh... It's, usually, usually cases like this high profile, I feel like they go a little longer. But remember, this was like a retrial. True. So, uh, there was already, uh, information, and I think the jury had already had... Uh, some kind of information of where this was going. Uh, from what I understand, I heard like a lot of people on this jury were already biased. That's why he wanted. Um, he actually tried to get new jurors because yes. he felt like they were already they were biased. already biased against him, right. and he didn't have a chance, especially in the Me Too era. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, when, when anything pop off in this Me Too era, fellas, and that's not to suggest you should be doing anything anyway. It's not what I'm saying. But now, you know, with the Me Too, everything is heightened sensitivity towards, uh, you know, women's rights right. and women's ascension into whatever it is they ascend into. And um, as a result of that, yeah. uh, you know, you could find yourself in a bad situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> they say he's facing, uh, I'm hearing com like, you know, different reports. I'm hearing 10 years and I'm hearing 30 years. And I'm hearing it could run concurrently and he could get five. I don't think he could do five years. Oh, wait, no. No way. I no think, way. You know, if they send him to ten, I think he, I think he's going to die before that. As sick as that may sound. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. Because, uh, you know, just the thought of him having to be away from Camille <clears throat> and, uh, you know, his lifestyle change. And as a result of that, um, you know, he could find himself in a very tough situation. It's crazy. They did it. Yeah, they did it. They, they got did it. Him. They got him. They got him. Uh, some may say this stems all the way back to him trying to buy NBC, mm. um, in which, you know, we felt they killed his son as a warning sign uh, for that. Right. Uh, you know, and he was on the side of the road, and you know how that side of the road stuff go. They got Michael Jordan's pops the same way. Mm -hmm. When people don't know, Michael Jordan was actually complaining about the price of those Nike sneakers. Okay, and as a result of that, his father is in a red Mercedes Benz. Everybody in North Carolina know who that is because in the North, North Carolina, I'm from right. the North where my family, everybody knows everybody. Right. And as a result of that, he's on the side of the road taking a nap and he gets murdered. Uh, so I, I found that to be a little suspicious. Yeah. 
Uh, with Bill's only son, I also found it to be a little suspicious. Yeah, Dick Gregory had a whole... Oh, Dick Gregory yeah, went in. I remember. Bye-bye Dick Gregory went in on yeah. that kind of stuff. And um, see, Bye-bye uh, Dick resided in another frequency. Yeah. And he was able to decode things uh, and make things plain for us who are so trapped into our uh, our prison of thought. Right. And I want to talk a little bit about that today. Now, with that being said, um, the Cosby show is still the greatest show I've ever seen on TV. And I'm going to clap that up. Okay. Or am I supposed to say, right, mm-hmm. I can't no longer watch the Cosby show because Bill was found guilty for some shit he did 15 or 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or am I supposed to be able to separate the two? Because I always tell you, you are a spiritual being having a human experience. Okay. And the human experience go haywire because this ain't, this is a prison. Mm-hmm. Your spiritual imprint and your spiritual offerings, if the creator is using you for a specific purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And that purpose is fulfilled. The Cosby show had to hit planet Earth to regulate all the nonsense that was going on on television and how we were being perceived in television world. Now, you may say that's insignificant, but the television world is important. As as we will get to. As we will get to. So he was attempting to put a frequency out here that said we could be anything we wanted to be. And a different world that came behind it. And as a result. As a result. A lot of black um, people went to college. A lot of black people went to college because this was the first time they saw themselves in that specific situation. Right. That never even thought about leaving the hood. Right. Right? So Bill Cosby's legacy in terms of his spiritual work, and this is just my humble opinion, will forever stay entrenched. Mm-hmm. Physically, the human experience here could go haywire at any given moment. It's already rigged. You know what I'm saying? Through temptation, through all of the things you have to go through in obstacles, especially if you're playing in the realm of Hollywood. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're, uh, you know, what you're against and what I'm against may be different based on where we're reaching and our aspirations. Right. Hollywood is a whole different world. Right? Mm-hmm. And you play by their rules. If you don't, there could be consequences. Right? right? The other thing I'm gonna say about this too is the Me Too situation, the uncomfortable aspect of Me Too that most people don't want to talk about because they are afraid. And that's mixed signals that come from women in the Me Too movement. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, let's create a scenario. You okay. backstage and you back and Denzel Washington is backstage. And you take a picture with Denzel and he squeeze your ass. You chalk that up to the game if you like Denzel. Wait, not me. Wait, no, not, you. <laughs> not you. Pause. Or, you I, know. I didn't know he was going with that. No. I got but, I mean, as a woman. Yeah, right. But a flavor flave fill your ass, that is a criminal offense. Right. Right? Right. And you will be in front of the judge talking about punitive damages. Because you are scarred for life because Flavor Flav touched your ass. Now, I know y'all might think I'm, I'm going off the rails. I am not. I'm setting up the rest of the show for you because mm-hmm. we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Right? Right. So, 
There are many women who come backstage and you know why they're backstage, right? And that created and helped create a culture. Not all women, right? I want to be clear with that. There are some women who come to Hollywood who want to make it on their merit and talent alone. Right. And then they get introduced to a darker side and it turns them off. And those are the ones, if they bring charges up against you, you deserve what you get. Right? right? But the groupie game in Hollywood, in the music industry, in the fashion industry. Athletics. Athletics. The groupie game is something bonkers. Right? right. And a lot of these chicks, because I listen, I've been, you know, on tour and all that, just to get backstage. Do you know what they, the, the security guard is the gatekeeper? He gets topped off. That's just the reality. Mm -hmm. So when you are entrenched in that culture on a regular basis, you begin to think everybody is down with that. And a lot of women are not down with that. And you treat them as they are, and as a result, there are consequences. Right. As we spoke about Bill Cosby, and it was an ongoing thing in the 70s, and everybody was popping quaaludes, and mommy, I know why you back here. <laughs> right. Now, you got thoughts with a plot. Right. You know what I mean? These thoughts have gotten smart now, and they got a plot. And that plot is to get some of that bread. Right. Why should they be thotting and you winning? And they're not winning. And as a result, the me too can be confusing. And plus, we also know a lot of time that those are distractions in themselves. But it, and it also, uh, the me too, the me too thing set a lot of people off of failure because it was using today's standards to rectify what happened back then, which is not fair. Right. Because if we were to do that with anything, like... Then it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's yeah. really a wrap. So we have to put this in context. And I saw one of the ladies, it was three women that came out of court. She gave an inspirational speech about women all around the world, that this was a victory for them. And she thanked the jury. And it was a black man, a young black man in specific on the jury. And she looked into his eyes and he did not let the fame of Bill sway his decision. And, you know, it became a big thing. And, I, you know, just saying, if Bill committed these crimes, and I personally believe he did. Mm. But I believe he did it under the guise that that's what they were doing in that time, for the most part. Right? right? No women blatantly came out and said he raped him. It was always some kind of... We was backstage, or I was at his house, or at his hotel, and then I felt sleepy, and then, right. you know, bills, you know, so I don't know, you know, what happened from that point. So, that, I'm going to use that to set the pace, because um, as we begin to talk about other things going on, there needs to be a separation that we have to be able to, to manage through, or else we'll all be confused. Right. So, uh, this morning, I watched... Um a BBC documentary on... A documentary. I was trying to watch that documentary. On uh, R. Kelly. How was that documentary? It was, it was like... It was, it was interesting to me because the fact that this has been such an open secret for so long... And he, to me, like, R. Kelly, R. Kelly like, his music, I, I liked his music, but I didn't grow up where he was just like... You know what I'm saying? Like... That big of a figure. Yeah, I did. It. I did. In my era, he was. Okay. Like, I remember Chocolate Factory. That was still, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. And, and so, I mean, so yeah. what happens is, th this ties into the Bill situation. Right, it does. That's what it is. So, he wrote, I Believe I Can Fly. 
Yeah, so he wrote a whole bunch of inspirational songs for Michael Jackson. And what I wrote in my book, Hip Hop Decoded, I said specifically, and people got pissed, that R. Kelly, the human aspect of him, will face charges for what he did, but the spiritual aspect of him can't be contained by no prison cells. Right? If we are spiritual having a human experience, my spirit lives forever and cannot be subjected to any earthly realm shit I go through. I just find so it, he did that shit. I, yeah, I just find it fascinating like uh, the cognitive dissonance black people yes. in particular go through with R. Kelly and Bill Cosby at the same time. Like we just people just don't want to believe it. It's just not happening. Right, right. And it's people coming out like, yo, they're and some of the stories about R. Kelly, I'm like, for real? Now I saw the tape. And I, I shouldn't be saying that because the girl was technically underage, but I think all of America saw the original tape. I didn't need to see no more. Yeah. However, and he then, came back. You know what he came back with? Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And yo, you, you, the Boondocks was so ahead of his time. Yes. In its episode. In that episode. Because he even said it like, they were just like, yo, he, he makes good music. And he's like, yo, so what? He make good music? This nigga need help. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. He need help. So, I don't know. Man. And with, with that in particular, again, we're talking about... Oh, Sano, the, um, the, the interviewer, he got one of the guys, his former manager, to say that he actually attended the wedding with him and Aaliyah. Oh, he did? Yeah, he said, yeah, I was there. Okay, so remember, R. Kelly married Aaliyah. When she was 15. When she was 15. So, he is obviously a sick man. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is a sick man... But at the same time, what I'm trying to express is that even, listen, the, the ancestors, the creator, whatever you want to call it, can use you for all kinds of purposes, and you still can be subjected to earthly realm temptations and shit you do. Can you separate the two? Because we live in a realm now where we character assassinate. Yeah. <clears throat> if I don't like your character, I don't like anything. I don't you like do. your music. Yeah. And your music may be a spiritual offering, mm. right? Bob Marley. Father is white. For all you people who hate white people, I don't hear y'all talking about that shit, mm-hmm. right? But Bob is the man. So we, we, we tend to pick and choose uh, when we want to apply these, uh, uh, you know, what we call, you know, thing grievances against certain individuals that we do and do not like. Because I'm going to say this too. Planet Rock sounds just as dope today as the shit sounded 36 years ago, Right? But Africa Bambada has questions that he needs to answer for and some shit he did here on Earth. Right. Right? Yeah. But I cannot... Okay, let's go a little further. Richard Pryor was a bisexual man. Just deal with it, okay? I can't go unlaugh at the funny shit he said mm-hmm. because now I realize what took place in his personal life, even though it was private, whatever the case right, may be. Right. He didn't hurt no kids and stuff like that, and violate anybody's rights, I can't go back and unlaugh at the funny shit he said. I think it's uh, a cultural thing. We idolize way too much, right? Yes. And what I feel, and my, my, one of my teachers told me this in high school, he said, when you get too close to your, to your idols, he said, you're going to find out a lot of stuff you don't like. And you're going to find out that they're human. And that they're human, right? Um, Malcolm X. Yeah, with Elijah Muhammad, like once he started, once everything, once that came to head, he was he didn't know what to do with himself. He was done, right? He was done, absolutely. So I'm saying, so I think, uh, and again, like that's that's like the theme of this episode because I 
think as a culture we just put too much on celebrities. We do that are human. We put too much responsibility. Even though I, because I used to be the one that think like you have a platform, you have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. But as I get older, as I try to look at things from their perspective, like they're human. Yes. Yes. Then, and the fact that they need, they have the the burden to carry of all these millions of people that your opinion shapes everybody else's opinion, which is so stupid. It's retarded. Yeah. Just say it. It's, it's fucking retarded. Yo. And we need an upgrade. Yeah. <clears throat> All right? Because thinking the same way, and you know, and we keep having these recycled experiences yeah. and recycled thoughts and want to know why we are not moving forward. You know what I mean? Right. So... R. Kelly, this time, I believe, will get his just due. Yeah, I think it's coming soon. It's coming his, soon. His whole, uh, his whole team left His him. whole team left him, <clears throat> and now he's on an island. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah. And that's because the heat... And that doesn't uh, ex- uh, exempt his team. Because you knew for years yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. Right? And you have a responsibility. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you tell me that this is about what's right and what's wrong... You know what I mean? To, 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 to pull that man in. But when that man is bringing in that kind of money, right. that's what the situation was, the so-called situation was with Africa Bambada. If he was feeding the hood <clears throat> and feeding all these dudes from jail who didn't have opportunities, um, you, you tend to look the other way. And as a result, now that's on your karma. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to bear that and, mm-hmm. and, and, and work with that. This is why I never follow anybody. Some of my greatest teachers, Bobby Hammett, and Phil Valentine and, and Delba Blair, some of the things they said immediately was, don't follow me nowhere. Don't do it. My life is fucked up. You know what I'm right. saying? Bobby Hemming to say, man, I got a stove with just one eye on the stove. It's still working. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they were cursing in their lectures. And I didn't understand that at first. I got it now because they don't even want you to use their material in mainstream America. The most profound thing they ever told me was don't follow me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which meant for me to go and get the information, receive it, and that's it. Right. Don't start calling these people the exalted ones and uh, you know, because then you begin to when you find out that certain aspects of them ain't shit, right. you fucked up. Right. And that I feel like anybody that uh, tells you to follow them. It's something I feel like that's a red flag right there. Yeah, I, again, and then that's old paradigm too. Right, you know we need to follow people. When people say that, like, um, <clears throat> like yo, like if you if you watch uh, the Breakfast Club, right? Envy mm-hmm. um, he always asks his people like, yo, so who should we follow? Like, who should? Nigga, nobody, nobody, right? Like, follow yourself. Follow your instinct. Follow your intuition. You know like we, we need somebody that you know we can depend on. We, we need to follow. Again, I don't believe that. That's old paradigm. If I can control, I don't need to control millions. I need to control one who has control over millions, and I can get the same job done. If this one is in the pocket with us, right? Keep these people subservient. Every. Pastor in every church with a 501c3 that's taking your money and putting it in Jewish banks on Monday morning is a part of that problem. All right? For real. Like, yo, prime example, the NFL draft is on right now, right? Yeah. And these teams are investing millions, millions of dollars, yes. right? For people to run, catch, and tackle. Yes. Right? Why? 
because people watch them, they have an influence. Because it keeps you entertained and keeps you distracted. Yo, if you really break it down to the most like basic level, yeah. like, it does not make sense. It has all. no fucking value yeah. to it. And if I could get back all my man hours of games I've watched and this and that, you know, I'm keeping it a buck. I could be a neurophysicist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we want to know why we can't get our personal shit done. It ain't the Illuminati. The Illuminati, I'm going to make it clear to you, is not out to get you. They may be out to get us, but not you. Mm. Now, what I mean by that is you can do anything you want to do. You can get five degrees or start a business, open up a, a fucking uh, lemonade stand. You could do anything you want. Right. White supremacy is designed to stop masses of people from joining together to overthrow their shit. Now, you individually can't overthrow their shit. Everything's still in place. Right. Malcolm did his thing and he, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And we have been hardwired to think we need to join forces to stop white supremacy. That shit is like a strainer. White yeah. supremacy is a strainer yeah. that catches all you niggas in a net. Mm. And, of course, the water and a few noodles or whatever will fall through the strainer. That's the individualism right. shit. So don't tell me we need to stick together. That's old paradigm shit. Today we're going to try to upgrade our thinking and make an attempt to upgrade our thinking. And you're going to thank Kanye for a lot more than you think you and, are when we get there. And, like, yeah. I don't want people to misconstrue what you're saying. Not that uh, we don't. Not that we don't need to stick together. Like you know what I'm saying. There is a no. That's not what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but I'm is. simply saying, you, if you're trying to defeat white supremacy on the guise of black unity, like on black it's, unity, it's that's a happen. program. They not have stuff in place. Yeah. They have counter programs in place to deal with that. Yeah. I'm saying, look at it reverse. I know you're saying, well, we too, we too many people think for themselves. No, do for yourself, right? Put yourself in position to get it what it is that you want. If each individual did that, we'd have what we want. But if you're going to join forces in Kumbaya and stand outside of Starbucks and shit, like, well, that's going to do something. Because if you're, nobody agrees, like, well... We're human. Nobody agrees on everything, right? That's my point. Even the most militant black organizations, that makes sense. They're always oppositions. W.E.B. Du Bois and Marcus Garvey went Absolutely. at it. Every time, months, listen, they went at it. this Every is the time, realm yeah. of duality, right? And polarity. If I create an organization to say, listen, we don't fucking like pigeons. Fuck these pigeons. They're shitting on our cars. We're going to go and take pigeons out. Right. There will be an anti or a pro-pigeon yeah. group right across the street, right. ready to go to war with us. And this is all opposition. And that's why we never win, even within your own organization. Right. right? That's why I don't join no organizations. And I tell everybody who rock with me, well, don't rock with me, but if you know, stay away from organizations. They start out well. And then the bullshit kicks in. Mm -hmm. The ego kicks in. The money kicks in. I should rise to this. I should rise to that. Right. And they all become corrupt by nature. So I can work with any and all organizations and not be a part of it. Like, and, uh, like white people don't even agree on everything, right? No, but they can agree to keep their foot on your neck. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, but it's, it, there's a, a larger system that they have in place. Absolutely. So them disagreeing 
It's kind of like um, when parents argue, they, they close the door so right. the kids don't yeah, hear it. Absolutely. That's, that's kind of what it is. That, that, that's, that's a very good analogy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, J. Cole's album came out. J. Cole's album came out. I just, yeah. Uh, K.O.D. You want to go first on this yeah. one? Yeah. Right, so, uh, K.O.D. It stood for uh, Kids on Drugs, King Overdose, and Kill Our Demons. Yeah, that gets cute. Right? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he put it up. Uh, I think it was kind of a surprise release. He did a pop up in New York City, and he put it out on four twenty. I guess because you know it's National Week Drug Day. Drug day. So I guess it was a little a statement. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was a little statement. So on first listen, me and you listen together. Mm-hmm. I liked like five songs, like really off the rip, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, and I like, like you know just. I can add that to my phone and just listen to those. As a total project, eh, yeah, I'm kind of lukewarm on it. it. I feel like it's a mood project. Like, I have to just kind of be in that zone to listen now, to it. Malcolm, you better not say that. J. Cole has an army out here. I know, but listen, listen, listen. You better say it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Listen. You better say J. Cole is a genius. Listen. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not taking away anything from his lyrical ability. Like, I know he's nice, but at the same time, I just, some of the songs, went, I don't know, I just wasn't, I didn't like them. Some of the songs I like. Some of them I did. I thought it was a solid project, though. So it was a solid project. I thought it was a solid project. Let me know when I have the phones. Uh, go ahead. You got it. Okay. Okay, this is what I want to say. And everybody out there in the chat world, stay with me on this. Um, let's just say this. Let's say Eminem, like, the, the internet was going, there was buzzing a few, uh, last year, because Eminem... You know, this Donald Trump. Which is whack, but... All right. But, you know, they was like, yo, 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 doc, I'm telling you, Eminem went in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, like, well, what did he say? He said, hold on. He said, are you ready for this? He hates black people. Basically. And I was saying, okay, yeah, yeah, but we know that, but what else did he say that was so profound? Yeah. Nothing. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Now, when you, hit, when you listen to it like that, we have become conditioned to think normal shit mm-hmm. is deep shit. Yeah. Right? That's like me putting on the headphones, right? And go, yo, cue me up. Cue me up. and go on in and get deep. And then they be like, yo, that just went deep, son. Like, well, what did he say? He said, hold on. Police officers are killing unarmed black men. Ooh, that was some deep shit. And then he gave a solution. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now he gave a solution. Well, what's the solution? They should stop it. <laughs> now, you see how stupid that sounds yeah. and mundane that sounds yeah. when you just break it down? Yeah. So the internet was buzzing about J. Cole, right? Mm-hmm. They was like, yo, doc, check it out. The name of the sh- his album is K.O.D. I was like, 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 you know, they said, hold on, let me, let me get you. <laughs> Shit means, wait for it, <laughs> kids on drugs. And I was like, oh, yeah, and they said, hold on, hold on, son. Nah, son, <laughs> the shit goes deeper. The shit means king of overdose. Oh, that's deep shit. Hold on, doc, because you a deep nigga, doc, so I know I have to go <clears throat> to the ultra levels with you with this shit. The third meaning of it. Are you ready? 
killing our demons. Holy shit. Like this was some, now don't that sound mundane mm-hmm. when you break it down into simple you components? Know, what's crazy, it, what made it worse, and um, shout out to Terry, he, when um, J. Cole put out the little teaser for the video, yeah. um, for his album, it looked, he said, yo, it looked like a, a dare commercial, like, yeah, yeah. and I don't like when, I think artists, uh, when they do this to themselves, it kind of sets themselves back, because like when you already explaining then, what something means. Then you're unsure about the shit. You're not really confident in what you're putting out. Yeah. Yeah. So my point is, stop overthinking and making shit seem deep that ain't deep. It was nothing deep about that. Yeah. Right? It's nothing deep about saying kids are on drugs. Kids will always Motherfucker, be tell us something we don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, but it's deep how he said it. How is that deep? Nah said that shit 20 years ago. Public Enemy said that shit 25 years ago. Right? It goes to show you that we in some fucking kind of time loop. That we think deep shit, uh, uh, mundane shit has become so deep. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I listened to the album. We already know J. Cole is a dope MC. Oh, okay. He's a dope MC. How is this moving the culture forward? When he's pointing a mirror and literally preaching. And it was him who said in his album two albums ago, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Right? Mm-hmm. So he was basically saying, stop preaching to these chicks out here. They ain't trying to be saved. They trying to get their money. So now I have to yell that back at J. Cole. Stop trying to save these young little niggas out here. They don't want to be saved. You at 25, all of a sudden, you have the wherewithal to see what the problem in America is and deliver it like we haven't heard this and been dealing with this shit since day one. Right. How is that shit deep? And I like J. Cole. And he is a dope MC. And there are a few dope songs on the album. We have to stop this shit. We have to stop putting these people up on a pedestal because he can MC and he revealed to you what you already know. Tell me some shit I don't know. Then I'm like, whoa, don't tell me kids are on drugs. And, uh, you know, we need a, a king of overdose, meaning we overdosing on, uh, you know what I'm saying, Instagram and overdosing on money and, and that we need to eventually kill those demons so that we can move forward. Why is that some genius shit? Mm-hmm. I agree. The album was fucking mundane. That's what, yeah. And I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it again. It was some mundane shit. He gets no extra points because he can MC. Stop it. Stop it. And then you want to know why we can't move forward. We keep reliving the same experiences. There's nothing he said on this project that Nas didn't say 20 years ago. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Mm -hmm. Right? And when that happens, it begins to show you that we have sunken so low that common sense now is superior thought. And that's why we lose it. That, yo... That's when you know, like, we're in a, a, a worse place than thought before because this, I, anything is impressive, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I tweeted that uh, contrarianism does not equal intellect. Absolutely. People, if you have a Twitter, you understand what I'm talking about. People make these hot takes like, oh, um, uh, somebody said something about, uh, I think Sahada Prince said something about MLK being a Republican, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess he thought that it was supposed to be some... Some deep shit. Some like, oh. Ooh. Ooh what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, people do this all the time. And we have become conditioned to, to want to agree. 
if a, a lot of people start agreeing with me, something is wrong. Mm. Unless we're talking universal principles. Right. That means that thought band has been compromised. Mm. Right? I can go right now to a a, 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 a rally and say, uh, 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 we need to start spending our money with black people. Right? 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 <laughs> uh, 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 police officers need to stop uh, uh, shooting down unarmed black men. Uh, 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 black women should start uh, wearing their hair natural. I can do that shit for 15 fucking minutes and they'll be calling me the next Malcolm X, but what did we learn? Not a goddamn thing. We sat there and we reinforced bullshit. Okay, so some uh, Reginald Reginald Williams said, didn't Jay-Z say nothing? Jay-Z didn't say nothing on the 444 album. What's the difference? That's a great question. Oh, that's a great question. Here's the difference. He hadn't said nothing in his previous 15 albums. Mm. He kept reselling us the same album. Let me show you how this works. That's a great question. He kept selling us the same album. With his magnitude and what he represents, when he switched over to give us the 444, he was upgrading all of them psycho gangster niggas that he had trained for the last 15 years. He was giving them an upgrade. Now, if you were already vibrating on a different frequency, it meant nothing to you, except for those he impacts. See, those who impact a lot of people are dangerous, right? So, like I said, that you could do anything you want. Jay-Z can go and get all the money he wants, But when he starts reaching back to leave a blueprint to start a movement, now he becomes dangerous, Mm -hmm. right? So, Jay-Z, he sold me the blueprint one. (laughs) Nigga sold me the blueprint two, 2.5, three, four, and all of them albums had the same narrative. Now, Jay-Z's a smart man, so he's going to have some hits in there to sell his units, but it was all that hustle shit, get your money, this, that, this, that. To the point, and then he started telling me I ain't shit yeah, for about every, three or four. Yeah, at least three or four albums straight. Straight. He just straight wasn't watering it down. I'm better than you. Yeah. My wife is Beyonce. My daughter is blue. I brag different. <coughs> I brag different. Yeah. I'm better than you, right? Yeah. Then he made a, a, a total switch, so to speak, and hit you with the four, four, four. So that's why that became different because he's upgrading his minions. The ones he led to the trap game mm-hmm. and all of that. So there is a shift. But Reginald, you probably was already on, on another frequency. And therefore, uh, you know what I'm saying? It didn't affect you much. It came across probably as bullshit. I did a couple of pieces on it. Just to express those yeah. who were following him. That this trend from somebody who's prominent does have effects. So Is there somebody else in the chat room saying something? Well, uh... Oh, you said good point. Huh? You said good point. Oh, okay. Just, okay. <clears throat> Just want to, uh, you know. And, uh, Reginald, we will get to that other meat topic in a little bit. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to some of that. We're going to we'll get to some of that. Thank you for being with us here. And for those who think that this is some mundane shit, none of this is mundane. Because I teach my kids everything is what? Everything. Everything is everything. I can tie Kanye West into mind control. I can tie him into Zionist Jews. I can tie him into sound manipulation 
and the four, uh, 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 40 frequency that they on, and we should be on 432. I can go in. It's all depending on the angles that you're willing to thread and follow because everything is everything. <clears throat> you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Alright, so uh, let's get into it. Um, Meek got released from prison, I think, Wednesday? Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I think he was released on the same day Mumia, uh, his birthday. I'm not sure. I think it was very close. Yeah. So, For those uh, who don't know Mumia, uh, Abu Abdul, the Black Panther, uh, uh, who's been on lockdown uh, for a very long time for crimes he didn't even commit just by organizing the Black Panther Party uh, so, sim symbolically, them doing that on his birthday in the city of brotherly love and him running to uh, the 76ers game and ringing the Liberty Bell mm. that's all significant that we'll try to uh, mm, okay. break down some things for you. So, uh, prior to him getting released, right, uh, everybody, I think me and you both agree that him, <clears throat> that the sentence he actually got was harsh, right? Yes. But we also agreed that you know you're on probation, you know you shouldn't be doing some of the stuff that you were doing. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So we said that as well. And what I also felt, him in jail, everybody rallying around him, I felt like, you know what's crazy? I felt like, um, again, with the group thing, right? I felt mm -hmm. like people were using this as saying, like, oh, you're not saying free meek? You know, like... Absolutely. Yeah, you're Absolutely. saying something wrong with you. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And then... Uh, what, what was my other point? Oh, they, they were treating him like Nelson Mandela. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, a nigga with a 40-word vocabulary yeah. that uh, grew up in the hood. And, and, and listen, I understand rap music is a lot of these dudes' gateway out of the community. And rap is their savior because it's the easiest way to achieve stardom. Like, even if you play football or basketball, you have to go through... Uh, a, 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 extensive training, you have to go through a system, you gotta know how to fucking read, you gotta pass the SAT, you have to do a lot of things before you receive your money, and hip-hop has, rap, not hip-hop, rap has short-circuited that where now you could be the dumbest nigga on the planet if you can put a few words together, yeah. right? You can uh, partake in uh, success mm -hmm. here in America, and it's obvious because all he talk about is his Roly and his Benzes, that this is his reality. So, uh, talking about uh, <clears throat> people that make mundane albums, right? Yeah. Chuck, Chuck D even Chuck D stated that um, now Meek's music should have more of a message to it. So if he comes back out rapping, every, um, he took he was you know unfairly I guess uh, jailed. Jailed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. unfairly jailed. Yeah. And he sat in his cell for five months. Uh, five whole months. Yeah. You would think this nigga was going for five years, yeah. the way they acted. Yeah, five months. And then uh, the whole Superior Court system in Philadelphia was all rallying behind him. So if he comes back out rapping about the same stuff... He has to. Really? He's feeding a lot of people. It doesn't undo anything? Dude, dude. Melly Mel said, if I'm doing hip-hop and I get shot... My next album will be a motherfucking gospel album, right? And that was some funny shit. Yeah. But he's saying, you should be praising God, right? right. Or, you know, whatever it is that you're into. Um, but when you're feeding that many people, and that many people from the same hood with low IQs, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And some with even high IQs that can manipulate, you know, your pockets because you don't know how much money you're worth because right. you could barely read. 
Um, they are going to be the ones that continue to push the narrative of what got you here. Now, this may even be a little bit more, you know, street cred because you was in the can for five months. Now, I get what you're saying. Sitting for five months, meditating, reflecting on what life has to offer, I would only hope that he comes out and delivers another message, right? Right. But I'm not too sure because at the end of the day, the record label will go, hey, yeah. Hey, me, I see you put out the new, uh, we heard the new demo, yeah, me and, me and Bob. And you got some positive stuff in there, huh? Get rid of it. <laughs> Get rid of it. It's not what's going to sell. It's not what we do. So if he doesn't, uh, not a four foot four per se, but like something in that vein of him speaking about, because if he was to rap about the same things J. Cole was to rap about, right, don't you think it would have a larger effect because he's meek and he, his track record, his discography is a bunch of, you know, gangster drug dealers? Um, very possible. See, Jay-Z could afford to do that because he's he about to hit a billion. Mm. So Jay-Z could afford to change up and say, now here's the truth. I made my stack. So, But I feel like... Has, has Meek made his stack? Or is he one flop away from being back in the hood? Oh, man, who knows? So my point, yeah. J. Cole has a different perspective yeah. on money. And he set that tone from the beginning. Right, that's true. So like, he didn't get big homes and all that old kind of stuff. And that's what I appreciate about J. Cole. I don't want you to think I don't appreciate but let's get off the, you know. I the, feel like a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of, uh, I feel like a lot of people that were uh, vying, like, you know, uh, caping for him and things like that. I feel caping like, for who? For me. Oh, okay. To get out of jail, the okay. justice system. Uh, John uh, uh, Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. Yeah. Went to see him. Yeah. How weird is that? I, yo, I have no How, idea. I listen, have no idea where that listen, came from. Listen, listen, I threw the shells on the table. Yeah, I have no idea where that came I from. I put the pictures out there <laughs> and I tried to figure this shit out. The usual suspects, okay? Yeah. Uh, even Kevin Hart going to see him a couple of hours right before he was getting ready to get released. Yeah. Was weird. Like, nigga, just wait till this nigga come home. He'll be home in a few hours. Right. So, <clears throat> but all of these... Uh, you know, again, because we're followers. So all the athletes, free meat meal, yeah. that shit becomes a hashtag. Yeah. And you rock with the hashtag because you want to be on the thing. But I feel like if he comes out rapping about the same thing, people are going to have egg on their face. Like, why? Because people want to hear that shit. No, but the people that were equating it to the, the larger black struggle, right? Mm hmm. But you're rapping about the same thing that's putting black men in jail. Well, Jay-Z rapped about that shit for 15 years. But he switched up. That's, 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 the, that's yeah, what I'm Yeah, but I just heard, uh, take the top off the main back. He back oh, to that yeah, shit that was, again. That was trash. He back yeah. to that shit again. And another thing, an even bigger picture with the Jay, uh, 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 the Meek Mill situation is, how many black men are in jail that are not celebrities? Right. That are facing the same right. charges right. that they're going to have to sit in that prison forever. Right. How many, you know, ain't nobody really talking about that. So we and, and I'm not sure the first thing I would do would, would be run to a 76ers basketball game. But I, I get it, you've been on lockdown and you know, and now he is Well the owner came and picked him up in the helicopter. Yeah, the owner of the Philadelphia 76ers? Yeah. Yeah. So we got the owner of the Patriots and we have the owner of the 76ers. His name is Meek, which is soft, and Mill is what you grind like a factory. So is he going to be the segue 
into softening you niggas. No, I'm only thinking yeah, about it. I'm yeah. only thinking about it. <laughs> Bear with what? me. I'm just trying to make sense of this shit. You got to throw everything at the wall. The nigga name is Meek Mill. Mills or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's a factory of softness. I don't care how you dress that <laughs> shit up. That's what I got from the shit. But the owner's coming to see him unless now he's going to be upgraded into that Illuminati shit. Mm. The cabal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And maybe he had to suck uh, oh, Kevin Hart oh, off come before on. he come was released. On. I don't know. Come Why on. would Kevin Hart have to go see him an hour before he was released? Come on. I, mean, I don't know. You might have to you, suck you, a few you, people you, off. you were doing good and then you just had to just ruin... I don't know the chat will tell me if I ruined yeah, something. Please. They'll be like, yo, Doc, you went too far with that <laughs> shit. Listen, listen. I'm just simply saying. You know Jeez. what I mean? So, you never know how this shit works. Yo, so speaking on undoing stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Fab and Emily B were spotted at Coachella together. Together. Yeah. yeah. So after all, you know, the, you know. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. The, this shit confuses Domestic me. violence and, you know, women coming out on, you know, social media saying, yo, this is the problem. Black men are the problem. Right, right. right. And they're together. Yeah. That kind of just undoes a lot. But you know what? That happens to a lot of women with low self-esteem in particular mm-hmm. in this country, right? Yeah. Like, we always know somebody like, why don't you just leave this nigga? He keep this whipping your ass. Yeah. And we forget that there's a psychological aspect to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not as cut and dry as just leave. He maybe have instilled fear mm-hmm. in, 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 in the individual. I will kill you. And she believed this nigga because mm-hmm. she knows some of the shit he's already done. And as a result, these women stay into a situation a lot of times for their own safety. So I don't knock that. I don't try to just point the finger straight out and say, oh, what's wrong with this chick? Because it, it, there are deep layers to mm-hmm. that. And, you know, the, the, the traumatic you know, aspect of abusing somebody verbally uh, physically, psychologically, and, and you know, usually when you finally break free, you don't go back. Right. But there are aspects of it which just work that way. All right. So, in other news, uh, Alfred University. Didn't you go there? For I, a year? So I went. <clears throat> so I went to Alfred University for my freshman year, then I transferred out. Right. Yeah. So apparently, there's. I saw the video. There's a video of. A uh, white white dude. He was in like a makeshift clan hood, mm-hmm. and a Confederate flag he was using as a cape. And I, uh, I didn't hear the audio, but what I'm told the audio says something like the sh- something about the South and you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. So Alfred <clears throat> University, for people that don't know, is way upstate New York, towards you know uh, the West, like a couple hours away from Buffalo. It's like seven hours. Yeah, drive. it's out there. It's, it's out there. there. It's a lot. It's a really small town. It's so out there. We went to see you once. Once. Yeah. <laughs> and we was like, my nigga, uh, we won't be back. Yeah, what's up? I hope you're okay. <laughs> so um, it's, it's a really small town. It's a lot of white people. But I'll come clean. My experience up there, I didn't really experience any racism at all. Is that because you were on the football team and you were preoccupied with football? Um, and they treat I, their football niggers special because these are the ones <laughs> who bring the money into the university? Um, that could be. I, Just asking. That could be a good point, but um, even the white people, I wasn't around. Like they were, I didn't feel any way towards them. So wait a minute, you had white friends? I had a couple white friends. <laughs> yeah. Yo, cut the tape. <laughs> Cut the tape. We out of here. No. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm not surprised at that. Yes, but so, uh, so this is what's going on though. It's not just the video. Apparently, 
the person who shared the video, the black kid, or the person who recorded the video is black kids. Mm-hmm. He got like two years probation at the school for sharing the video. For sharing the video, right? And the other kid, the white dude that was actually in the video, I think he just got kind of got a little slap on the wrist. I think he's still allowed to walk. That's called white privilege, baby. Yeah, and I and I what I'm hearing too is a lot of students are being threatened. If they share the video, they're going to get in trouble, too. That's called white privilege. I, I need a can of that white privilege. I need to walk into a court and say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and walk out. I just saw a lady chastise the police department. But no, no, she was, um, I know you're talking about, but she was the, uh, she's like uh, commissioner for Port Authority, so. Oh, is that who she was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, she had special privilege. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, you niggas basically are retarded. Yeah. Upgrade your English when you speak to me. She was going off. That's white privilege. White people can... Yeah, yeah, white privilege... White people can smack a police officer. Just like, pow! How dare you? And they'll be like, calm down, lady. Right? Yeah, but... So, like, like I was saying, when I was at... Um, when I was at Alfred, I didn't experience any... I didn't even really experience any subtle racism. Malcolm, you're sounding like a conservative. Right? Nah, we're, we're talking. Right? We're talking. We're talking. Now we're you're talk. trying to tell me that everybody is everybody. Nah, and we should all hold no, hands. No, 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 and there is no racism, and I should not see white no, people. No, 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 all I'm saying is, me and my friends from the Bronx, we. If you're gonna be around us, you better be comfortable with black people. That's Absolutely. what I'm saying. So okay. if you were white and you were around us, you had to have some experience. So, but there were definitely. White people on this campus, I did not go around. Right. Like, who knows Absolutely. what, who knows what right. their beliefs were? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, but the fact that they're getting in trouble for sharing that, that's, that is just a microcosm of what goes on in America, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of these things happen, and they kind of just sweeping them under the rug, and they're punishing the black people who's sharing the video, who's trying to get this out there worse than yeah. the people, the actual offenders. It's called white privilege. Yeah, as well. Yeah. And it does exist. Yeah, it does. Obviously. All right, so. Yeah. What else we got? Hold on. Let's hit. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, <clears throat> Waffle House shooting. That's a prime example of some white privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because uh, uh, this Waffle House, first of all, I don't like Waffle House. It's overrated. No, it's very nasty. I'm going to give you a Waffle House story in a second. It's going to fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, it's gross. But um, I think I know what you're about to say. Yeah, well, yeah. I was I was in Waffle House. Uh, we, me and wife and the kids, we in Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we went into a Waffle House, and we was like, uh, first of all, it smelled like they had wiped the table down with nasty, with clothes, a nasty yeah. ass rag. Yeah, and shit, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, but we sat down and we said, okay, because I like the home fries with the peppers and shit, right? And uh, I said, uh, let me get a you know a couple of waffles, and uh, they said, uh, sir, we don't have any more waffle mix. I, I looked up at the sign because uh, I wanted to make sure. I was. I said, yeah. "This shit say Waffle House, yeah. and y'all don't have no more waffles." Yeah. I said, "Okay, no problem. We will leave. We get in our car, and then if I'm lying, I'm flying." The lady shot out the door. Uh, sir, uh, we found some more waffle mix on, up under the counter, as if we were gonna say, "Oh, okay, y'all found more waffle yeah. mix." We're going to come back in. We was like, nah. Yeah, we straight. We good. We good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the Waffle House, uh, they gets the thing. Yeah. So, uh, Waffle House, uh, 
guys, he killed four people, right? Yeah. Four black people. Uh, I don't think they were all black. I think three were black. No one's right. But around the same time, another, and he was white. I think they all got, were black, but go ahead. He got taken alive, yeah, right? of course. Around the same time, I forgot where else, um, around the same time, a black woman got arrested for just being black. Like, yeah, she, she just, just got arrested. She, for, uh, she went, she ordered something, and she asked for extra silverware. Yeah. And they told her she had to pay for that. Yeah. And she was like, I was just in here yesterday. I didn't yeah. have to pay for that. Yeah. Can I speak to the manager? Mm-hmm. Or can I have the manager's number? Which is the right thing to do. Yeah. White people do it all the time because they're going to write a letter. Yeah. Right? And they called the police on her. And the police treated her extremely greasy yeah. and dirty. Her private parts yeah. were showing. Yeah. He was threatening to break her arm. Mm-hmm. Right? This is going on. And the new trend is white people are just calling the police on you. I because, saw another episode yeah. of a lady in a hotel. And she was checking out of the hotel, and the manager just said, you know what? The truth will be here in a minute. Just just call the police. So that's the new trend. Yeah. Just call the police and, and sit back and eat your popcorn and see where this goes. Four, four, uh, four black women were at a golf, a golf at club. At a golf course. And uh, they got the police called on them because they were playing too slow. They, they, they were playing golf. They were playing golf too, too slow. slow. And the people, the clubhouse people, yeah. called the police. Yep. They see. didn't come out and say, excuse me, uh, there's a general pace yeah. that we play here. Maybe this is, you're not on the beginner's course. We have the beginner's course down here. You know, in regardless, they, they called the police. Yeah. So be careful out here, brothers and sisters, on things that you think should not escalate yeah. are now being escalated into because you are situations. dangerous. You are very dangerous. And case in point, back to the Waffle House shooting a black man, stop this nigga with yeah. his bare hands. Mm-hmm. Right? Went Even to, got the burn marks on his hands. Yeah, went to church after. Church. Went to church yeah. after, right? Shout out to you. So this also uh, 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 supports the narrative that black people are fucking superhuman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we can do some amazing shit. Now, I don't recommend if you are in a crisis of this magnitude that you jump up, right, and become a superhero. Yeah. Like you watch uh, Black Panther and you think you from Wakanda or some shit. Don't do it. However, in a situation where there was gunfire and the gunfire stopped, you have a decision to make, right? Yeah. If you're in a restaurant and they're shooting, you go for cover. In, in the event the shooting stops for whatever reason, nine times out of ten, the person is reloaded. Yeah. And you don't want to be in that situation. And that's pretty much what he said. Mm-hmm. He said, this thing was reloading. I wasn't going to sit around. And then he kicked into his shit. And yeah. then they tracked this dude down for two days. Yeah. And brought him in alive. Alive. And he wasn't even supposed to have guns. They took his guns from him. He was on the FBI radar. See, this is, this is my knock. This yeah. is mind control shit. They're monitoring these individuals and they'll let one go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To see where this pops off mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yo, I was just watching um uh Captain America The Winter Soldier and that was the whole premise around that. Like they had some new technology that'll know that a person is prone to do something wild like that and they they were able to take him out before that happened. Yeah, uh uh my man uh not Bruce Willis. What's the nigga always do the uh Mission Impossible. Tom, uh, Tom Cruise, Cruise was in uh, that movie. I forget yeah. the name of it. In the chat room, you know what it was. They was arresting you before you before actually you did, yeah, before you did commit something. crimes. Yeah. But you know what that's called? 
Facebook. Mm. I'm going to say it again. That's called Facebook. Mm -hmm. So based on your algorithms of the shit you post in, mm -hmm. kill the white man. And Google. All this, and Google. Mm -hmm. It creates an avatar of who they think and shit you are. Uh, Minority Report. Uh, Minority Report. Minority Report. Shit you are uh, buying uh, wire and uh, extra shells and how to make a, uh, you know, uh, turn your AR-15 and that creates a database and they just come pick your ass up yeah. or they monitor you until you do something. Yeah. So yeah, that's called Facebook. And brothers in the hood selling drugs want to know why they're getting caught. Yo, Okay, so we're going into uh, Takashi Six Nine. So for the people that can't stand Takashi Six Nine, who think he's ruining hip hop, you might get your wish because this nigga's about to go. Okay, problem. So last weekend, yeah, fill me in because I'm, I'm a little. Uh, last, so apparently, uh, everybody get your seatbelt on because we're gonna be here for more than an hour. Yeah, yeah, we just we gonna be yeah, here. We got a lot of shit to cover. Uh, we gonna be here. so apparently him and uh, Casanova. Two times. My computer charger, please. I got it. Oh, Casanova two times. They've been beefing about something. I don't know what they're beefing about. And mm. um, Casanova's having a video shoot, right? Yeah, yeah. And apparently some shots rang out or whatever. Then Takashi was on Instagram Live, I guess, within a couple hours talking about, yo, why you ran, things like that. Right, so right, right. You getting shot at. Snitch. Yeah, basically. Glass snitch. Basically. Glass snitch. Basically, right? And then Casanova's like, yo, I'm on parole. I don't know what you're talking about. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, next day... Every, the... His whole thing is he's on parole. Right. That's his narrative about everything. So the next day, uh, at the boxing match at the Barclays Center, uh -huh. um, there was... He was... So Takashi was supposed to walk out Adrian Bronner, right? Uh -huh. And they had some... You know what's crazy? They had a little beef, but even academically, it was fake. They fake, so now they're going to come out and, yeah, and do gonna, their thing. Right. And <clears throat> Casanova was supposed to walk out Mayweather's fight. I forgot his name. Uh, Broner. No, not Broner. No, not Broner. Uh, the other guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The lights can do. Right. So then, apparently, a little scuffle happened. Shots rang off in the actual Barclays Center. Now, this is not Whoa. Irving Plaza. This is not a hip-hop club. This is... This is the Barclays the Center. The Barclays Center. Right? Ouch. So, apparently, Takashi's crew is getting investigated for the shooting. Now... TMZ released the video surveillance footage from the day before at the uh, video shoot of Takashi's manager getting out, letting off, and then getting back in the car. Ooh. It's my, it might be over for you, boy. If you Yeah, but this reminds me of the Bobby Smurda situation. Where old boy was had a shootout yeah. outside the Barclay. In the same and then he went performing. Didn't the even same change clothes. his clothes. Yeah, yeah. Went and was on stage right at the Barclay. Rowdy Rebel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's going to get you sent to jail. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we're going to keep our eye on this. Um, I don't listen to Takashi's music. I did a whole breakdown on his yeah. energy. Yeah. And when I felt his energy symbolically represented, I told you he was the Joker. Right. And all of you Batmans out there, he keeps saying, come kill me. I'm the Joker. Come right. kill me. Right, right, and nobody right. was coming to kill him. Because right. if you remember the Batman... You know, Joker was like, dude, why don't you just kill me? Right. And Batman had all these principles right. of why he wouldn't kill him. So, um, we're going to see how that plays out, but that's snitching 101. And TMZ happens to be everywhere. I told y'all that's the CIA. They, TMZ stands for 30 miles on, I think. I don't give a fuck what it stands <laughs> for. I know they everywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, y'all need to pay attention to that shit. I know a coincidence when I see a coincidence. Mm -hmm. 
right? Yeah. Unless they're just buying footage of people snitching. That's what they do. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, that's you what know, they're doing too. in essence, they're buying your footage. Yo, I got footage. How much can I give you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everybody got a camera now, yeah. and TMZ will pay you a few dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, so you hear about uh, <coughs> police and Nas? First yeah, all, I heard I, some things. Yeah, I was on Twitter and uh, people were saying like, "Oh, uh, Nas is canceled." I think, and here's another thing: if you're a grown man, you should never, ever, ever be seeing anybody's canceled. That's weird. Yeah, that is a little weird. Oh, you're yeah. canceled. Oh, you're canceled. Oh, yeah, that's a little uh, canceled. Happy. Yeah. Um, because, so, apparently, uh, Khalees did an interview, and then she <coughs> described an abusive relationship she had with Nas. Now, I want to play, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. Okay. I'm not victim blaming. If that happened, then he deserves whatever's coming to him. Right. However, I just think it's a little weird of the timing because they're going through a child. That was going to be battle. my next point right there. The timing, the timing is suspicious. It is. She was prominent enough to say when it happened, mm-hmm. I'm tired of this shit, Nas, you know, and which was 10 years ago or however, you know, how right. many years ago. She's waiting till now because she's in a custody battle with Nas. Right. Okay. So I thought that was cool. And good. that's not uh, women shaming. Yeah, that's not victim not, blaming at all. Yeah, just, victim blaming. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we got to put all of this stuff up on the table because the motive is important. Mm-hmm. If it was just eating at her all this time and the Me Too movement has inspired her to tell her story as well, fine. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to bode well with women in general, yeah. but I don't think Nas is done, in my humble opinion. Yo, people are so weird on how they, like, how... They can just flip on a person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so Kanye tweeted that he likes uh, this woman named Candace Owens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get into this a little earlier than I wanted to, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that he likes the way she thinks, right? So people, I didn't know who she was, but people they go to her her Twitter account, they they Google her, they found out Daniel Caesar, R and B singer, follows her on Twitter, and now they want to cancel him because. Wow. It's it's, it's a really weird time we live in. It's 2018. Yeah, but remember this. This whole digital realm is a weird place to be. Uh, Nobody has their own thoughts. Everyone's thoughts are synchronized digitally. You know what I mean? To a place where we're all sharing the same common information. We're all sharing the same thought process. Right? Yeah. So, um, with that being said, uh, you know, as we get into Kanye, I'm going to speak about Candace Owens a little in detail. Yeah, we're about to get in, let's get into some Kanye right now. Let's, oh, okay. Let's, let's just, yeah, let's is just, that her? Is that the girl? Yeah, that's the girl, Candace Owens. All right, one thing she said, uh, she said, basically, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. that black people need to let that slavery shit go. Right? Right. I said that shit 10 years ago. I said... And you can go back. I said, stop teaching your kids that shit. Stop it. And everybody looked at me sideways. No, but that's how we remember. No, we don't need to remember that shit. We just don't because it is traumatizing. If we abide by the principle that all is mental, right? And these acronyms are think positive and all of this shit. How can the most darkest time in our lives 
empower us. All it's going to do is keep us reliving those experiences. You know what I'm saying? And not being able to move forward. Every time the police kill an unarmed black man, you know what we do? We post it all over Facebook and go, they killed another one. How, Sway, how does that move us forward until somebody texts or, 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 or posts, hey, by the way, that officer who killed that unarmed black man, he was in a car accident and he died. Until I start hearing that, because that's a new twist to the story, mm -hmm. we continue to regurgitate and relive the same experiences. Now, we understand white supremacy and racism is real. But right. if you see that, if you see racism, that still means you're operating under the old program, the old paradigm. When you are able to see frequency and you are able to see auric fields, right? Mm -hmm. And energy itself, no matter what color the person is, that's the upgrade. And they are stopping us from getting there by keeping us focused on racism, right? Now, you might have, and it works both ways. You could go, I'm not saying you can go to your job and Bob, your boss, won't give you the promotion and keep holding you back because you're black. Because he is too entrapped on the same thought bandwidth, right? It benefits the elite to push that narrative because they got you doing some shit while they doing whatever they want to do. So the upgrade is to see frequency, vibration, and auric field. You can get there through psychedelics now. But that's beside the point, right? Yeah. We are all... We live in the same shit over and over again. I refuse to teach my kids beyond the basic shit we happen. I'm not going to keep hopping on that shit and don't give me all those African proverbs about, uh, uh, you know, we are because I am and all that old stupid shit. That was probably some voodoo priest sitting in a village where everything was everything and it was peaceful and harmonious. We are on a different vibrational frequency now. And they are upgrading you when they see fit. They gave you the iPhone 10, nigga. And now you can blink into it. Blink, blink, blink. And you think this is some new shit. They're on the iPhone 20. Mm. Right? So they move us along when they want to move us along. So this whole narrative, what she was trying to say, which was really some advanced shit. This is the only thing with her, right? Even what Kanye is tweeting. He's tweeting about thinking for yourself. Yes. Right? And I am completely a thousand percent in agreement with thinking for yourself. Oh yeah, oh, right. But but I, thinking for yourself is some hard shit. Bro. It is, it is. But at the same time, because it's easy to think what everybody else is thinking and go. This is, but this is where I feel like the disconnect is happening between why people are really mad at Kanye. Okay. Right. They're mad at Kanye for, I guess, in his support of Trump. Mm -hmm. Right. And her and, and this girl, she's she's talking about you know do for self and things like that stuff. I agree with, but she's kind of just uh, as Tariq Nasheed would say, she's bedwinching. Okay, you know what I'm saying okay. she's, she's all over Fox News. Okay, things right. like that. So, so, so there's ulterior yeah, motive. There's there. ulterior motive there, but there right? still can be truth. Yeah, right. And you know what's crazy? Even let's, let's talk about Trump now. Remember when he uh, 
I guess when um, he was trying to get the Democratic vote, he was trying to get the black vote. Yeah. And he said, yo, y'all been voting for Democrats forever. They didn't do nothing for y'all. That was the real shit. Yo, that was it. <laughs> Trump said when he said that shit yeah, he was just like yo your schools are still bad is still he bad. was he like yo you've been a Democrat your whole life what, what you got does to that lose? got you what do you have to lose I said that's some gangster shit because you know what it was entrenched in truth yeah it was just kind of like yo, he's see, right. see we character hate now mm-hmm. see so 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 the character of Trump has put us in a situation like why do you hate Trump why in the chat room why do you hate Trump is his policies different from any of the other 44 presidents? I just want to know. Show me, because you might have the stats, where he has done some shit the other 44 presidents didn't do. You know, remember Clinton did the three strikes and you out and sent a lot of black people to jail uh, that are still behind bars. Actually, um, He actually got that from Bill Biden. I mean, Joe Biden. So. Okay, whatever. Who y'all want to run for president. Right, right. So, so, so show me Trump's policy. Not uh, some slick shit he said. Not the fuck that his hair is all fucked up. Not that he say some weird shit. Show me in his policy. And I'm not being funny when I say this because I don't know. Maybe you can show me a list of things because Barack Obama fucking killed Gaddafi among a whole bunch of other people. And the only thing I know that he did, maybe Obamacare. Kanye also said Obama was president for eight years and nothing changed in Chicago. Let's clap that up. Tell me when Kanye's lying. Remove the fact that he's married to Kim Kardashian and all that. See, see, I don't get down with that. I'm looking at what he's saying, not the shit he do, because that be the distraction, right? Right. So in the chat room, tell me what Trump has done different than in the shit. 13 of the presidents were slave owners. Mm-hmm. And the other probably 13 after slave owners probably still had a few slaves too. But, you know, the, the law was changing. Let's be real with yeah, this. Let's, 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 for real. <clears throat> right? Let's not get into uh, idol, idolatry and all mm-hmm. that and worship. And you, not, not, if, if, watch this. If Barack, if uh, Kanye said he loved Barack Obama, nobody got a problem with that. And I'm willing to bet Barack killed more people in eight years than Trump has. So far, in terms of globally, mm-hmm. everything else going around different places. But if you say you love Trump, <clears throat> there's a problem with that. Right. And why should I give a shit who he love anyway? Yo, it's people unfollowing him on Twitter. Right. Yeah. See, that's that digital shit. That it's, digital, yo, it's that digital psychosis. And somebody, and that was like a real news story. And I tweeted like, yo, why does this matter? Yeah. Right. It has no bearing on my existence. Neither should it have on yours. It shouldn't. But we so fanatically caught into this shit. <clears throat> because, again, we don't want to deal with responsibility. We want to blame all of our problems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on Trump's mm-hmm. presidency. Like, we're, like black people were thriving Yo, fact, until Trump got in office. Not that you going to cut you off. Um, again, I saw another grown man on Twitter say Colin Kaepernick was canceled, right? And I looking in the comments, I'm like, why? And he said because he didn't vote this presidency. What kind of crazy shit is that? Right? Because and then because he had the same belief as a lot of us did that we were screwed either way with Trump or Absolutely. Because it's not an election; it's a selection. A few of us who on that we know that already. Right. And Trump is the avatar figurehead 
to shoot your anger at, which you are polarizing him at the same time, right? Because attention is the new currency and you are giving him power even in your hate. There's idol worship in hatred. Yeah, y'all are doing the same thing to Kanye. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the same thing to Kanye. Yo, he's, he's, he's a grown man, but he's trolling, which I think is corny, but it's working. He Work. posted up a picture in the Make America Great Make America Great Again hat. People lost it. Man, yeah, we should make America great again. Uh. <laughs> Why not? If we is that not a positive affirmation? But make America great again. It's the again. I know it's the part again because yeah. why would it was never great for us because we were slaves. But just take it at its rawest essence. What if we all made America great again? How would that propel us and take us to another level? How? Or would making America great again enslave us because we were slaves? Or maybe we weren't all slaves. Maybe America great again is before white people showed up in 1492. It's all depending on how you want to see that shit. Make America great again before pale face sailed his ass over here. It's all, it's all relative because it's all language. Right? But we do know he's trolling. Right, he's trolling, right? And then people are getting mad. And it's like he has another he has an album coming out. He has out. an album coming, you like, dumbass. Like, why are you getting, why are you really feeding into this right now? And they, they're dead serious. Yeah, they're dead serious with that. They are dead serious with that. But remember, Kanye is going through some shit, too. Choke, no joke. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You know, he put out and was like, yo, Kanye, get off the meds, man. Yeah. Because the meds is fucking you up. You know what I'm saying? They give you them psychotic meds. No telling what else they did to Kanye. You know what I'm saying? But even in that, his genius, read his tweets to me. And tell me when he says something wrong. Right. Okay? Well, he said something about uh, him trying dragon energy. Okay, that's yeah, probably yeah, a code was, was a about some secret society that they're both a part of. Yo, but you know what's crazy? All right? And he's leaking certain shit because he got it on Jay and them too. He got, remember, don't yeah. forget the shit he said about Jay-Z and Beyonce. Hi, Beyonce. You only going to come to a certain award if you win over me and somebody else. So that's an indication that all of this shit is fixed. Which we already right. know, but right? You, you know what I find, um, I've always found fascinating is uh, when people who are like universally hated, right? But then other people like meet them one on one. And say, Yo, he's kind of a nice guy, right? Oh. Anybody, right? Yeah. Uh, they yes. say Castro was really yeah like charming in person. Absolutely. Uh, Hitler didn't strong arm Germany. He got elected, so right. he did. Right. You know what I'm saying? He did. Something's right in the actual manipulation of of the, what he was doing he to was put doing. himself in position to do what he wanted right. to do. Right, Trump didn't strong arm anybody either. So right, people, and then we always catch our black celebrities chopping it up with him. He was in, he was with, he was in pictures with rappers long before, he long even, before he became the long, president. And nobody, nobody says nothing. Nobody about says it. nothing about that. Right? Is he now a different person because he's the president? Right. So I just I just wanted to that's that's just another I think uh, angle to this whole thing with him and Kanye because Kanye could probably genuinely like him like yeah yeah, yeah. okay cool and at, at the end of the day it should have no bearing on your existence. you shouldn't care how I is my care, life man. affected by who the fuck Kanye is sleeping with and how is that gonna make me not like his new album if the shit is dope when it come out 
If it's dope, it's dope. I'm not gonna say I'm not listening to Kanye's album because you know, you know, he said that shit about Trump. What kind of mundane, weak, turtle brain thinking shit is this? Mm -hmm. And then we want to know why we can't get an upgrade because we continue to recycle the same thoughts and, uh, over and over you know what again. To be, I don't want to put money in his pocket because you putting money. You know, how, you know where this money goes. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's one too that really gets at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't you, put money in it. Stop it. Stop it. You stopped at the gas station. You stopped at the supermarket. You paid your cell phone bill. You paid bill. your cell phone bill. You, you on Facebook. You paid your internet bill. You paying your Jewish landlord. Tell me when to stop with this shit. Tell me when to stop. Right? So let's not be hypocritical. But I think it makes people feel good. Mm -hmm. Right? To point their anger at Kanye. Who was trying to give niggas an upgrade on the law. Y'all need to need to start thinking for yourselves. It's a power and free thinking. That was some deep shit. Mm -hmm. Because that's what we're trying to push as a narrative. We ain't, we ain't got no philosophy. We don't teach no religion. We don't teach none of that shit here. But I will say this. Right? Mm -hmm. We do make offerings. You know? If making it an offering, if making an offering to the doo-doo gods is worth Anything, just a few points. I am the most high exalted one. Just want to throw that in there. My toilet be like, all hell black dot. All hell black dot. So yeah, we do make offerings around here. Come on, you know I'm the doo-doo champ. I, I, I'm three, four times a day. Anyway, back to what we were saying. And get off that Kanye shit. Like, this is the problem. All of y'all are conjuring up this energy. That, and then I saw the picture with Leo Cohen and some other Jewish guy with his hand around him hitting you with the 666 yeah. code. Yeah, we got Kanye. Kanye is a genius. Kanye has the ability to literally see sound and make sound manifest in artifices like these machines and make that shit sound like 40 band orchestras. You know what I mean? Kanye is always trying to push this culture forward. Is he not? Mm -hmm. With his clothing, with his uh, uh, out-of-the-box thinking. He, the geometrical thought patterns that create his reality has a lot of people nervous because it's creative. It is not the same recycled drum patterns and, you know, uh, 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 cadences. Yeah. It is something different. And he also talked about uh, black people being Republican. I mean, being, yeah, being Republicans and... Uh, things like that. And people yeah. had a fit with that because here's another thing about like brainwashing. We have this thing where like I've been independent, right? Okay. So people think like because you're black, you need to vote Democrat, but they don't do shit. Anything, yo, it's crazy. And if you look at any other group of people, they vote for what works out best for but them. But then that's it. They go, yo, I'm, I'm in agreement with that shit. I'm rocking with that. And that's how he got elected. Right? Right. Side note, didn't he lie to get on the Forbes list? Oh, he did. He did, yeah. Like didn't 19, he? In 1982. Tell me the story again. Uh, tell me <laughs> uh, he um, called somebody from the Forbes, that they were creating the Forbes list under the guise of another name. I forgot the name. And he said that Trump's father, he said that all of his assets were, forward, were transferred to Trump when that wasn't true. Ah, so they boost him and put him on a list. They, they put him on the Forbes list, and then he used that leverage 
to get his first, you know, empire like in Atlantic City Let's and things that like up. that. Finesse King, that was kind of wild. Let's clap that up. Yeah. Be- because that's some hip hop shit right there, right? Yeah. Fake it till you make it. And then he made it. And, and then, then he made it. And then he used, yeah. and then yeah. In, yeah. in turn, if you want to go down the line, he used that idea of him being a great businessman. And that catapulted him to the presidency. Yeah, let's clap that up again. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's some gangster hip hop shit. That's wild. I killed mad people. I sold mad kilos of coke. I was the kingpin of the Bronx, and now I am here. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like some shit hip hoppers would do. So I know with this Kanye thing, I feel like it's not. It's a real non-issue. Now, now his spiritual offering is what I'm waiting for. Mm. When he music. gets into that zone where time and space no longer exist, the music and hey. the music speaks to me, then I'm gonna say, side note, my man Cam Bada's album drops tonight. Tonight at twelve o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to this album right now. Got a you know advanced copy. Yeah, if you want to get with this, this is gonna blow your mind. And I'm doing a, uh, I'm gonna do a, a review, review on, on urbanx.nyc. On urbanx.nyc. That should be up tomorrow, tomorrow night. If check that out. Check so that out. Let's uh, clap um, up Cam Um so somebody sent a question in. Who's better, J. Cole or Kendrick? I'm a rapper Kendrick. Uh J. Cole, Kendrick, or who? Did you say J. Cole or Kendrick? J. Cole or Kendrick. I think Kendrick is a little bit more creative and mm-hmm. how he uses his voice. And how he, you know, alters sound and his vocabulary. J. Cole is pretty good, too. J. Cole's, Cole's pretty good, good. Too. Yeah, yeah. But they're both, in my humble opinion, average. Mm. And that, not to knock them... Yo, I, 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 let me go from where I'm coming from. Okay. I'm from Cedar Park, so I done heard Kumo D, Grandmaster Kaz, Melly Mel, uh, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Coogee Rap, KRS. Uh, the list goes on and on and on where lyricism really meant something. Are you... Okay, are you living in... The past, though. No, I don't live in the past. I wrote The Science of Mumble Rap. Okay. So I, I say that to say, if you know me, I give these young people their props within where they stand and what they do. Okay. But I'm simply saying, my database okay. of an MC goes back so far that when I see MCs who spit bars now, I'm impressed, but I'm not that impressed because Mumble Rap is probably the most advanced shit that hit the streets since... uh. Wi-Fi. Okay. Now, what do you mean by that, Black Doc? Yeah, see, see, elaborate. Again, we need to upgrade our thinking. What if mumble rap is our ancestors' attempt to get us back into our native languages, which we spoke before we were entrapped in fucking English? And we dismissed it as some bullshit mm-hmm. because the masses said, oh, that mumble rap has destroyed this. Mumble rap ain't destroying nothing. Right? Right. So what if? Through the psychedelics, because they all on drugs. Right. How else do these ancestors from other dimensions access us? Go get Cambada's album, because he gives it all Yo. up. Yeah. yeah. Bruh. Bruh. When I tell you, it's if you want to... Cambala. It's called Cambala. So he's using the Kabbalah, which is the tree of life mapped from the heavens to the earth, right? And shows you a map where A.A. Rashid was the master... And breaking it down, and by calling his album Kambala, he has mapped himself from the heavens to the earth of hip-hop, and it is worth your $10. You better believe it. It opens up popping. You know what I mean? So with that being said, go get that album, and we have to revisit everything. 
right? Mm -hmm. If you're comfortable and with, with everybody else's thought stream that is created on Twitter and you hashtagging and doing all that shit everybody else is doing, kill yourself. And somebody in the chat just said, uh, oh, Reginald Williams again. Okay, Gangsta, Reg. Gangster rap was way more devastating than mumble rap. I agree. The I effects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, mumble rappers is only fucking themselves up. Right. You know what I mean? Gangster rap bought a narrative with it and went out as a blueprint to all neighborhoods that now you can use this rap as a vehicle to wash your money and killing people is now justified in the name of gangster rap and it gave identities to an underworld that most of us would have never been in tune with including white people who was putting their money on the deck living vicariously through the ghetto boys through NWA and purchasing all those records and by purchasing all of that those corporate Zionist Jews got extra rich and we began to think that it was okay because we got a few crumbs off the table and, and the rest... Huh? And investing in prisons. And investing in prisons because where your ass gonna go mm -hmm. after you crack rap and all that shit. Prisons. We yep. need prisons for you fuckers. So, yeah, yeah, the, the effects of, of gangster rap was far greater. That's yeah. a real good point. Very good point. So, uh, last thing, uh, Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. She came out today as a pansexual. A what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I take my glasses off with this. Pansexual. She came out as a, a fucking what? Pansexual. Not a frying, a frying pansexual. <laughs> like, what is that? What she mean, pansexual? Yeah. Like, like she likes to get in with frying pans. No, it's uh, she just. It's in a. Okay, how can I explain this? I don't even really understand it. It's like an attractive. You you're attracted to, a person, right? So you can be a man. Right? Okay. And if this person is a transgender and you're attracted to that person, I guess, like, that's what... Because she said she, she's been in relationships with men and women before. Okay, okay. And she sees sexuality as fluid in... I, I, don't, I don't know, man. So, I, I sound so, ignorant up here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know. she is a pansexual. So now we have to add that to the LBGTQ... It's, it's a plus. You know, it's T U B W. <laughs> There's a plus at the end of the Q because they just keep adding stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a plus yeah. at the end of the Q now. Yeah. She's a pansexual. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Okay, I am fucked up by this, <laughs> and I am going to try to make some sense of it the way Black Dot does. All right, she is a pan, so she could be attracted to birds. Could she be attracted to birds? Like, could she be in a relationship with a bird? Could she walk down the aisle Listen. and marry? A, you said, like, she could. Oh, do you mean, like, just weird people? Like, I, 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 I don't know. Okay. Now, is that an upgrade or is that a downgrade in our reality that we're in now? Because that doesn't coincide with universal law. So, that's, if that's I'm in. A, I, let me make this point clear. When I say. I don't like to follow people's thought patterns. If universal law is in, in, in place, I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. But once we start hacking into the reality to splice shit together mm -hmm. so that we may coexist within some shit that didn't exist before, I got a problem with that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I mean by, you know, that's a little weird. Yeah, like first, I've never had a problem with... Um with gay people per se, or you know, gender, all I my, my my belief was just it's not natural. 
You know what I'm saying? Like Michael, why is there a trembling in your voice, man? No, I'm just Speak saying it's not it's not natural. Like naturally, two men cannot produce life. We know that. Two women cannot produce life. We know that. Right? So I have nothing do what you gotta do. Like I don't you know what I'm saying? But that would just always been my stance on it. Gotcha. If you're offended, you can unsubscribe. Do you yeah, think? yeah, yeah. So um no no, we're we're in agreement with that. But again, and I'm gonna say this, what uh Monet does in her frying pan again <laughs> is, is is her business. You know, at the end of the day, <laughs> if they sauteing and shit in her frying pan, yeah. and then you know that's their business. Let's take some uh, some questions. From okay, the let's chat. take some questions from the chizzy. Anybody in the chat got something they want to talk about? Um, let me see. Let me see. Master Chief said. Or see a man trapped in a woman's body. That's possible through genetics and uh, the food and all the stuff, the toxicity in the air. And I, I forget the scientist that said the chemicals, I believe, uh, was causing men to be women or feel a certain way. Possible. Anything's possible. Uh, once we start merging reality with artificial intelligence, uh, they can upgrade you as they see fit. And if you're not strong in your base of who you are, it's, it's very possible uh, your testosterone levels through soy products, and that soy is in everything, uh, could have something to do with men's testosterone levels dropping. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, my whole thing is with, with women, um, this is just my thing. If you want to be with another woman, why do you always get a woman that looks like a man? That's, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you get the most... Yeah. Then why not just be with a man? You know what I mean? That's the thing that confuses me. So um, somebody said, I guess this is referencing Trump, uh, Dangerous Television. He said, uh, I don't know if it's a man or woman, but uh, Dangerous Central Park 5 discriminating against black renters. And he said, I thought this is public knowledge. What, what I will no, say that to that is public knowledge. What I will say to that is, um, if you listen to what he asks, he asks about his policies. That yeah, I'm only asking about his policies. They're all racist. Yeah, right. We're not saying that. Not, your not boss saying, at, at your job is racist. Right. We're not saying. And no, we're not saying that Trump is like. We, I don't like Trump. He don't like Trump. Yeah, I don't give a, no, I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, Trump. it's just like you know, he like, has no bearing on my reality. Right. That was that was the thing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So don't get caught up right. in what he's doing. But I was simply saying, why do people hate him? When they all feel the same way. Only thing Trump did was say out loud what all of them white people was thinking. Keep it a buck, right? right. He said, listen, these Mexicans, we're going to build a wall. Fuck that. He said a whole bunch of things that they all were closetly thinking. And it empowered him. He used reverse polarity on your ass instead of saying all the political correct stuff like Hillary. Hey, you know like, crazy. Hillary, what do you have in your bag that may surprise us? Hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch said hot sauce And they was all Good, good answer Good answer We'll take 500, Bob You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are you are You, you know what's crazy? And uh, people don't like uh, We claim we don't like When people speak their minds But that's all In this day and age That's all we're doing That's all we want to do We want to have the conversation Let's have the conversation Right, right that's, Well, uh, the, conversation the conversation Needs to be had It's uncomfortable sometimes Right And, uh, and if you want to have it You have to be prepared to deal with the uncomfortableness, uh, if there is such a word, of those truths. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, Charlamagne on uh, the Breakfast Club said he he likes when like uh, politics and religion was like your business. Like you didn't right. You know what yeah. I mean? That was just your business. Yeah. Hey, don't don't worry about who yeah. I'm voting for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who was that? Uh, Cat Williams who said, I knew something was up when white people did not tell us who they was voting for. <laughs> they was walking like they had a secret that we needed to know about. Yeah. And at that moment, I knew something was going on. You know how Cat did with that shit. Okay, and uh, Dangerous Television, again, <laughs> uh, I guess this is referencing when you were talking about, uh, you know, stop talking about slavery. Uh, you said, uh, the person said, uh, that's silly. If you don't remember the past, you're bound to repeat it. Now. Oh, oh really? So, so if we don't re, uh, remember that we were enslaved, we were, we going to get enslaved again? We never stop being slaves. Take that. Tell me how. Because if you go to prison, you mm-hmm. lose all your rights anyway. So slavery never ended. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what's the term? slavery has never been taken out of the Never con- taken out. The Let's stop the bullshit. All right? You just in a different kind of slavery now because you go to work and you get an offering from your boss and you think that that's work and you're making him millions and trillions of dollars and you think you are free. Choice is an illusion between those with power and those without. Mm -hmm. All right. So with that being said, we never stop being slaves. It's just that we're not in physical chains anymore. But we also deal with the narrative of think positive. How do I think positive if I keep talking about negative shit? That's all I'm asking. I'm I'm keeping it to a rudimentary level. I need to reinforce positive thoughts, right? Right. Now, if slavery wasn't the beginning, go past slavery. I didn't say don't teach your history. I said don't teach slavery. So teach a time of empowerment. I love that. You know what I mean? I forget somebody has some flashcards out there, intellectual black flashcards. I think it's a great concept because they're teaching empowerment. I'm all with teaching empowerment. Do not take the most traumatizing events that we have been through and tell me I need to remember that and then wonder why our children can't move forward. You know why the Africans survive or uh, uh, thrive when they come over here? Because they're not burdened with none of that shit. They yeah. just come, oh, education is free? I, I, I'll learn. Right. I can go to school for free until I can get a master's and, and then they become your supervisor. And you want to know how the fuck they did that. Right. They did that because they're not burdened with anything holding them down psychologically. Post-traumatic slave syndrome. So they're able to move forward. I'm saying the only way they get out of post-traumatic slave syndrome is to let that shit go. Mm. Act like it never happened. White people do not teach their children about well, growing up in the caves and all that. They say, we conquered shit. Okay, well, somebody said, uh, Def Rocker said, the Jews don't forget the Holocaust. The Jews don't forget the Holocaust because they have a narrative to use that to their advantage because they're using victim consciousness to their advantage mm. to get money and creating a state called Israel, which is in fucking Africa, and using that because they understand the secret side. That Talmud shit that they use has given them the blueprint to be 1% of the population, but own 99% of all the wealth in this country, including the Rothschilds, whose money is so goddamn long, they can't even count it. So that's a different narrative. If me, check this out, saying I was a slave is going to get me a million dollars in reparations, nigga, I'm all for it. I'm in line tomorrow like, yo, do not forget we were slaves. When they start cutting reparations checks, I'm in line like everybody else. Like, damn, this line is not moving. Fat. Oh, yeah, uh, Dwayne Bowser, yeah, oh, y'all got my check? Oh, oh. <laughs> Thank you. And yes, slavery was very bad. You got damn right. 
because that's what the Jews use right. and all of these programs that they have in place to take advantage of that shit. Mm-hmm. So we're talking something totally different. Keep mm-hmm. it coming. Let's get it on. Okay. What else? What else? Uh, somebody said, "Do you think uh, Christopher White? Uh, do you think R. Kelly is going to have the same outcome as Bill Cosby? Absolutely. I think he is. He's going down. I think he's going. I don't know how he lasted this long. He's going down. Uh, maybe the people around him were protecting him because I don't know how he lasted this long. And he ain't put out no hot music in fucking yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just you know way out of control, and he should. If 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 he's guilty of of, of taking advantage of young people. The way he, they say he did, he should go to uh, jail for that shit. Yeah, he's jail. going down. He should go down. What else? Keep him coming. So, uh, somebody said, so what's your idea of the upgrade, Dot? The upgrade is to don't trust anything you see, mm. right? Question everything is what I mean by the upgrade. The upgrade is when everybody's going left, I'm not telling you to go right, look right. And see what's going on there. The upgrade is doing the same things over and over again. And expecting a different result is insanity. Mm -hmm. So something has to give. They kill a black kid. We go on Instagram. We post it. We cry. Hashtag that nigga's name. Uh, Then we go out and march and say it should be done. And then we go back home and we wait for them to shoot the next kid. And then we hashtag him. And then we go out and we march. And then we see his crying mother. And Al Sharpton is there. And then she gets a check. And now she's happy. And now she's an advocate for other kids who get shot down. Then they shoot another kid. Mm -hmm. And the process goes on and on. And we do nothing different about it. And we keep reliving the same experiences over and over again. Yeah. um, Right? um, We were talking about the draft earlier, right? And then I just came in like, yo, the Super Bowl just happened. Right. Right. So they they keep that shit cycling. Right. Somebody's going to win the championship in basketball. Then they're going to hit the fucking reset button. And, then, and you are going to be in training camp with them talking about trades right. and this and that. And you keep reliving the right. same shit over and over and over again and wondering why we haven't progressed in this country. This is a no-brainer. Yeah. Right? So we cannot continue to do the same things. That's all I'm saying. I don't have all of the answers, but we cannot continue to do the same things and expect something different to come out of that. Because that makes all of us insane. Right. And I feel like um, another thing for the upgrade is we got to get rid of the group think. We have to learn how to really not always, we not go against conventional thinking for the sake of... Right, not against. just for the sake of going against it. But just what, like, when are you going to be honest with yourself? A problem example. I'll give you a problem okay, example. Hit me right? <clears throat> so, um, are you Star Wars fan? I am not, but I, I understand. Right, so Star Wars is kind of looked at as this shining jewel in cinema, right? Mm-hmm. So they always talk about the first three movies that came out in the 70s. Yeah, right? I, I went to see those, yeah. Went to see those, right? But there's uh, there's eight movies out now, right? right? So they only talk about the first three. The second group of the second trilogy, horrible. Horrible. And these next two that's coming out, they've been bad. Mm. Right, even though it's been, but like, they've been bad. So when do we say... Star Wars really isn't that good of a series. No, no, because there are always minions out there pushing a narrative on you to make you think this is your own thought process. Right. Right? This is why when something happens, I try my best to remove my emotion from it first and then try to process what really happened here. And we're not honest with ourselves. We want people to uh, see us as victims that's what all victim consciousness is really all about. Right. You know what I mean? Look at us. They keep shooting us down. But ain't nobody doing nothing. Mm-hmm. 
Now, when somebody does something or say something different, like in my book, Urban Culture Decoded, I laid out a blueprint to deal with that shit. And this is what I want you to contemplate. If, if they kill Black Dot, don't hashtag my ass. Yo, Black Dot was real. No, no. Print out a picture of the police officers involved, right? All around the country, whatever time frame. Create a designated time, right? Then I want you to put their picture on your altar or whatever the case may be. And simultaneously around the world, I want y'all to shoot blue flames out of your pineal glands at these motherfuckers' picture. Constantly around the world and watch what happens. That's real magic. Okay? Now, that's what I want you to do. When we start doing that, when we start going, calm down. Everybody, did everybody print out a picture? Because we got the internet now, right? right? Mm -hmm. Did everybody print out a picture of Harvey uh, so-and-so who right. shot down? All right, at 9 o'clock, wherever you are, it might be 3 in the morning mm -hmm. in London, we are going to collectively, see, that's where group think is powerful. Mm -hmm. We are going to collectively meditate on this fucker. And he might just have cancer. And you, you never know what's going to happen because that type of energy, because all is mental, right? They're controlling our thought bandwidth to create the narratives that they want in this reality. Somebody said, how can they order your book? Uh, go to Amazon.com or go to idecodeit.com. idecodeit.com. You can get my book. And uh, we got some new books coming. Uh, and, uh, you know, you know, just side note. Uh, we also have some new videos on Urban X TV. Yes. Uh, for those with parents of uh, student, student athletes. athletes. Right? We told you that was coming. Yeah. And it's a must-see for those. Malcolm even has his personal story up there yeah. as part two. And they're dynamic. And, you know, this is what we do here. And we're trying to highlight... Everybody. Story. Everybody. Everybody. And uh, soon we're going to be uh, asking the, you know, the chat who we should, you know, highlight next. Yes. We're yes. Gonna, we're going to be doing that soon. Absolutely. Right. You know, we want to keep this involved. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, I think that pretty much covers today. Yeah, we went over 45 minutes of what we normally wanted to yeah. do. I mean, we had a lot to talk about. Today. We had a lot to talk about. We thank y'all for staying with us. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is Urban X TV. I'm Black Dot. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter yeah. at Urban X underscore NYC, as you can see back here. And you can go to the blog to uh, read some of the articles. Uh, that is going to have a Cambala, the Cambala album album review. Yes. On there soon. Um, donate. Donate. All right, we don't want to make that a narrative where we asking. Yeah, true too. Every week, cause I, you know, I'm a little, you know, yeah, with yeah. that. But I think I'd say it one more time. Just donate. Um, all right. What else? Yo, Thank you, you to the person who donated ten dollars. Oh yeah, we what did you buy you. with that? You bought like I ain't buy nothing. You you held on to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You might be able to get like a sandwich or something. Yeah. Subways, something. But all that counts. So um, all that counts. with that said, for the people that are watching us on YouTube Live, we appreciate you. <laughs> For the people that are listening, you can listen to us on... Are we on Twitter as well? Are we on Periscope? I'm not even sure. Well, I don't know. Did anybody yeah, chat? We trying to simulcast. We trying to get fancy yes, on y'all. Yeah, yeah. Yes. In a minute, we're going to get real fancy. Soon. 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 Price yeah. about to go up. I said that. Yeah, I said that. Said that. Um, with that said... Oh, you can follow us on 
Google Play. Google Play. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Uh, Castbox. Spotify. Spotify. Radio. Public. Audio Boom. Audio Boom. And yeah, I'm Malcolm. And that's it. We out. Black mass, man. It's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man. It's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son and now he's serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing. Help save lives. And so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your time.